What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Implausible Podcast. This is a special episode, and I'm here with... Leek. Zevi. Overcooked garlic toast. And we're going to talk about... So this is a special episode um, in honor of Kobe Bryant's birthday. Um... I want to discuss his legacy, uh, how he affected how he affected our lives, and just all just all the stuff that like he like influenced all the people he influenced all over the world and um, yeah like like baby moments stuff like that yeah iconic moments good and bad we're not gonna leave him out because he he's the type of he was the type of person that like. Well, at least the way he was displayed, he was the type of person that wasn't really afraid to, like, receive criticism. He kind of tuned out the noise. But let's start with you. Oh, yeah, we're going to start with you because I have a lot to say and I want to give everybody opportunity. All right, so as a fan of the team that was Kobe's biggest rival in his career. Second biggest. San Antonio Spurs. Who was the second? Who was the first? You already know who the first is. Anyways, like I said, his <laughs> biggest rival. I grew up hating Kobe Bryant. Not the person, just the player. Because you know, I feel that's the greatest compliment you could ever give to a opposing player is that you don't like them. So I've watched plenty of playoff series where Kobe Bryant has killed, you know, San Antonio in numerous ways. I mean, whether it's Duncan or Tim Duncan, you know, hitting the jump over Manu, cooking Bruce Bowen. I mean, I've witnessed a lot of them. So I grew up with a huge dislike of him but as I started seeing his decline I learned to appreciate how he was in his prime so you know Mamba forever wow I I I don't even know what to say to that but um my actual like I'm gonna be honest he kind of got me into um got me into basketball like actually into basketball like the first like game I've ever seen was the two thousand one finals with uh AI and Kobe Bryant. First um, game ever or first game with Kobe? First game I ever seen is with, with Kobe Bryant and AI. Uh, my brother my brother's favorite player was uh, Kobe Bryant and my favorite player was AI. I was like, you know, I'm gonna pose him, right? So I'm like, Yeah, the Sixers are gonna win. Literally no, I didn't even know they had Shaq, which was bad. That's how you know I didn't watch sports at the time, right? So I'm watching, I'm like, Yeah, and they had that one that one win. And AI went off. And then Kobe and Shaq just demolished the Sixers. And then I was like, all right, let me just start watching football. So, I mean, <laughs> so, so like, a, like a few years later, I wait. I'm like, all right, you know what? I really, I'm starting to play basketball now. Let me start watching basketball again, right? And it's around 07, 08. And this is around uh, the time they were uh, playing uh, the Celtics, right? So, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm about let's let's see what he got, right? So then, like, this is when Shaq was going. I found out, oh shoot, Shaq actually played with them. Shaq was dominant. He was dominant. They were a great duo, you know. But I didn't really have like the like for Kobe Bryant yet. So 
Obviously, you know what happened. They played the Celtics. They lost. I'm like, dang, what happened to his fourth ring? Ain't, he can't move without Shaq, huh? So, the following year, they played the Celtics, right? And you like, you know. Played the Magic. Played the yeah, after. Oh, my fault. My, my apologies. My mm-hmm. apologies. They played the Magic. Should have been Denver. Should have been who? Denver that played the Magic. All right, so they played the Magic, right? <laughs> and and uh, Dwight Howard, if y'all remember him, he was a superstar. And what? He, was he not? Was he not? Oh, continue, 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 okay, okay. <laughs> he was a superstar, right? He was uh, one of the defensive players of the year. Blah blah blah. blah. The they played. They played. They played. And there was a particular play that I remember that like changed my mind, my mindset on basketball and like changed the way I view Kobe Bryant, right? So Kobe got the ball. He's coming around on the left wing, and he and he crossed somebody and dunked on the White Howard. The White Howard six ten. He's 6'10". He can jump out the ceiling. 6'10 and a half. He can jump out the ceiling. And, and, and he dunked on him. I'm like, yo, I, I really wish I could do that. And, like, later on, like, in middle school, every time you shoot, a like, a paper ball or a jump shot, it's Kobe every time. Kobe. And, like, the next time they played the Celtics, they won. I mean, the game was, like, low scoring, but, like, if you see the shots that this man made with three defenders, three defenders, I'm like, yo, man, Kobe's selfish as heck, man. Like, no, you don't even pass the ball. And then, like, like later on, like, I started playing myself. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I'm not going to be nothing like that. I'm going to pass the ball and everything, right? So I was doing that, right? I was passing the ball. I was, you know, letting everybody always get a chance to score. And I wasn't getting no time. I wasn't uh, getting no time. I just want to cut that off. You said you do what with the basketball? I was passing the ball. When I was in, like, middle school, like, uh, early high school, I was passing the ball a lot. He so, made everybody else an opportunity. Uh, can, can I ask what changed? <laughs> <laughs> you you going you to see. You're going to see. The, the viewers don't know. So, like, I was passing the ball, giving everybody else a chance, right? And then I would run, hoping, like, maybe to get it back, consistently while I was scoring, right? But I never got it back. I'm like, all right, you know what? I want to see what makes... Kobe so unguardable, and then there was like, there was like a, a news report or something or something on ESPN, whatever, saying that is it true that Kobe's like the hardest working player ever? I'm like, come on, it's Michael Jordan. Like, what are you talking about? Because you know, everybody heard Michael Jordan was basically like a basketball stereotype. So everybody, you think basketball best player Michael Jordan, hardest working player Michael Jordan. I think Patty Mills, but we can go back to it. Hardest working player Michael Jordan. So, um. I'm like, I'm wondering, like, what are you talking about with Kobe, right? So I see, I see a picture of this man with a cast shooting with his left hand, doing form shots with his left hand. And I'm like, yo, what the heck? I didn't even know what form shots were at that time. I know now. So I'm like, how, how does he, like, obsess so much over this game? And I was like, and he would talk about, like, passion. And I was like, that's when I realized what that word meant. So I'm like, all right. So I dropped, like, I used to be, like, big chubby, like, you think I'm chubby. Now I was, like, big chubby like that, right? So I'm like, you know what? Let me big get into chubby. track. Let me do other sports because that's what Kobe did, right? And um, I was really working on basketball, and I was shooting, was doing all that stuff. And 
I actually decided, you know what? Let me try to up my game. So I started taking more shots. I started practicing more. And I started, I started making some. And there were some that I missed. But at the end of the day, I was happy because at least I got opportunity to take my shot. I got opportunity to shoot my shot. You feel me? So later on in my life, you know, things, uh, things happened. Started playing, uh, started playing a little bit in college, but I got hurt, so I never really get to, got to make the team. But I played against them before. I played against some uh, All-Americans and stuff. I got whooped. I'm not going to lie. I've got whooped a few times, but I also won a few. And it's because, huh? What would your record be? if I'd, I'd say about 4-10. and 10. That's that's being that's being generous for myself. They probably beat me way more times than ten times. But you know, they're all Americans. I'm just a, I'm just a regular I'm a regular bull that just works hard. And like, I, I I asked one of them. His name is uh his name is Will. I asked one of them to train me, and like, I worked with him and I got close to like I got close to Duncan, but I never I never uh never really uh grabbed the rim and did it. But I got good enough for them to respect my game enough. And, like, I started to realize that Kobe had, like, he had a true passion and true love for the game. And that's when I started to, like, respect him and, like, know him more. All right. I guess I would say um, similar similar to my my friend, Gollip. What was it? Garlic toast. Overcooked garlic toast. Overcooked garlic toast. Similar to him, I I grew up hating Kobe. Like I was I was late to the basketball game. I feel like no, the first game I ever watched was the um, 08 finals with Boston versus uh, Lakers. All my friends in middle school, I was I was in middle school around this time. All my friends in middle school, they was hyping Kobe up. They was like, oh, Kobe the best, Kobe this, Kobe that. So I'm like, who 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 is this? Who is this man? Right. So, me, I like to root for the underdog. So, I automatically rooted for the Celtics. And when I watched, I watched the game so I could talk about it when I see my friends. And that's how Paul Pierce became one of my favorite players. I forgot which game it was, but he was he was cooking that game, and I think they won that game. So, but that that rivalry that they had made me hate Kobe as a player, but. Watching him throughout from that point on made me respect his game, and um, yeah, it just especially around that time growing up, you know, Kobe was like a household name. Like Aaron mentioned before, um, you know, you you roll up a paper ball, you shoot it, you yell Kobe, you want to court everybody doing moves like Kobe, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I learned to appreciate his game, but I just every time he faced my team, I hated him. Um, I would say my favorite moment of Kobe, not to be cliche, but it was his last game when he mm. dropped 60. And only because it, was, it took his last game to make me realize that, like, it's his last game. Like, this is the last time I'm going to see him play. And the fact that he dropped 60 his last game, especially at that time, because he wasn't really, he wasn't the real, he wasn't the Kobe that we all knew at that time, uh, due to injuries and age and all of that, so... It made me realize, like, yo, like, this is the last game. And that's how I became, that's how I started to accept and respect other players that I hated, like LeBron. Because eventually, 
his last game is going <laughs> to... <laughs> for those of y'all who know, this is the biggest LeBron hater you ever made. Yeah. Can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> well, eventually his last game is going to come. Uh, and that would be a moment I feel like most people, except for you, will be like, damn, like this is really his. I will be like, get off the court. <laughs> but yeah, Kobe, Kobe was that guy, man. He... I don't. I know few people that worked as hard as he did, and he was he was just that guy. All right. Um, for me, I'll say my favorite Kobe moment was when uh, he told Vanessa that he wasn't shoot. She wasn't shooting in the gym with him. Not only something, but <laughs> uh, I would say my favorite moment actually is a small little moment, but. Um, Kobe was facing the Magic, and him and Matt Barnes had some beef. No, it was nothing that had to do with scoring performance. It just showed that he's that guy. He's that guy. He's that guy on the court. They had some beef. They was bumping and everything. And then Matt Barnes had to inbound the ball, and he said to Kobe, and Kobe looked at him like, I dare you. Go ahead. Cause we scrap right here. And that was it. That was my favorite Kobe moment. I was like, yo, this man's tough. But um, I started learning more about Kobe. Um, I'll say like... Um, I want to say 09, honestly. Only because like I was, I was into basketball at that time. And that's when he faced my man Smello in the Western Conference Finals. And... Uh, yeah, just, you know, demolish Denver's poor defense. Um, With Melo Garden. They had Dante Jones on them. Stop playing. That's not what they used They had Dante Jones. But, yeah, that was uh, when I started learning about Kobe. Unlike y'all, I didn't hate him for beating my team. Um, I just thought that he was just a really great player. So, like... I wasn't like a Kobe fan, like Kobe was my favorite player type thing. But he was more of a I appreciate his game. I know that he's top like top three all time, top five I mean top basically top one shoot top two shooting guard. I mean Michael Jordan is is it's still a battle. Um but yeah, I never had any hate for Kobe or love. Mamba Forever. Mamba Forever. Mamba uh, Forever. I guess I go off my favorite. I guess my favorite Kobe game, and I'm probably in the minority around plenty of people. But I think this is Kobe's Kobe's greatest game was when he dropped 62 on the Mavericks in three quarters, and I think it was better than Toronto game, even though he scored 19 points in 19 points left. Uh, less. I think it was because it was most impressive because everybody remembers the Mavericks in the 2000s. They were known for the high flying offense putting up 110 on anybody they played against. And Kobe, by himself in the three quarters, outscored them. I think it was like 62 to 61 or 62 to 60. And after I read this later, and he said he would sit out the third quarter, and they said, uh, I forgot who the coach was for the Lakers at the time. But he said, oh, you want to go back in? or Phil you Jackson? Go- huh? Phil Jackson. And, and no, Mike. it might have been like, it might have been Dan Tonga. But he said, uh... No, do you want to go back in and go for the uh, Lakers scoring record of 72 or something like that? And Kobe says, cool, I'll, I'll get it again some other time. 
And then it was funny because the very next month is when he scored the 81. So I find that very, like, impressive as a human. Glad you mentioned that. That is my favorite moment. Because there, there were people that were saying, oh, you that's mean, impressive. You mean that game or the 81? The 81 was my favorite moment. Like, people were saying, oh, man, this man definitely a jack now, right? All right, so imagine you trying to win a game, right? You out here doing everything you can, and the second leader score has 11 points. I just, I just want you to really think about you dropping about 50-something and, like, maybe maybe almost the first half and the leader score, the second leader score at 11. What are you supposed to do? Pass it to the 11. No, points. score! <laughs> he dropped 81. First of all, <laughs> he dropped 81. Then there was a commercial <laughs> with him and uh, Jalen Rose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jalen! Hey, Cole, how you doing? How retirement treating you? It's great, man. It's great. Just, uh, you know, a little writing, a little investing. Nice. So I don't know if you saw the thing on Twitter about your statue. Uh, you know, I don't pay attention to that stuff. Yeah, I figured that. Me either. A drink, Mr. Bryant? Yeah, I'll have a, uh, a, a vodka martini. How many olives would you like? 81. Really? Nah, man, I'm just playing. Just two. Joke for him. He gets it. People say it was cocky, but it's like when you love when you love what you do, like it doesn't matter what anybody says, as long as you enjoy yourself doing what you do, as long as you achieve the goals that you want to achieve, like nobody can stop you. And that's and like he became over time like one of my favorites. Like as in like gold prospect favorites. And like I respected him, and I wanted to meet him, but it didn't it didn't happen that way. But I'm I'm glad to have been able to see him play, and to seeing him train other players like Jason Tatum, Kawhi, Chris Paul, Paul George, DeRozan. He he's he's giving back, and he didn't have to. He didn't no, even no. have to join like like the one of the commentators and stuff like that. No matter you can save him. So I also yeah. um I also want to give. Lucky. <laughs> I also want to show some respect to Gigi and the other family, the other people that died in the um, in the accident. Yes. Uh, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people only mention Kobe and Gigi, but nobody shows respect. Well, not enough respect is shown to the other people who passed away. So, just given this moment to say, give my condolences, our condolences to those families and those people. I guess I wanted to add on to one another like one of my favorite moments. It wasn't even basketball related, mm-hmm. but it was around oh nine to twenty ten something like that. Uh, when they had the when they came out with the Kobe and LeBron puppet commercials, yeah. And I used to like and I I felt like that showed like a more personable side of Kobe versus the one we see on the court where he seemed like he hates everybody. So I, I, and the commercials were very entertaining. And I remember, because that was supposed to be like the lead up between LeBron and Kobe in the finals. And it never that happened. That unfortunately never happened. Never. Never. I wonder why. LeBron wasn't ready. Wasn't ready for the GOAT. So unfortunately, we never got to witness that. Melo had to face the GOAT. Who do y'all think would have won? Melo. 
At that time. At that you time. You said at that time? At that time, yeah. At that time, I would have said the Lakers. Did you yeah. say Melo? <laughs> <laughs> at, at that time, the teams were unfairly balanced, so I would say Kobe would have won. But I think it would have been very intense because LeBron would have gave him, you know, yeah. there's everything there. Wait, they, they lost the Magic that year, right? Was it the Magic? Yeah. Yeah. And that's when? Yeah. Magic. They lost to the Magic in Boston. Mm-hmm. I was. No. And that time magic. But this mm-hmm. isn't about him. It's too bad we never got to see that finals. We never got to see, sadly, a finals with Kobe versus a perimeter player on his own level. Offense to Paul Pierce. Uh, why? 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 <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't win the first time they, they met him. So I wish. That, that's the finals I wish I would have seen Kobe versus LeBron. That would have been amazing. How I feel. You got to see. Any um last thoughts, comments, moments? Um, he trained Jordan Clarkson well. Okay. All right. So um, <laughs> he did. Like Malik said, I want to emphasize. Definitely give respect to all the victims involved. This one, like, the uh, the death kind of hit more because he died on my mother's birthday. So I was, like, happy and sad at the same time. So, like, now... Not to cut you off, but it's funny because he shares my mom's birthday. Oh, 26th January? No, like, his birthday. Oh, August yeah. 20th. Okay. Yeah, but it's the numbers just matched up, like, so close. And it, it, it hit home a little bit. I'm not going to lie. So... Prayers to the families again. Um, hope he enjoy his next birthday. And we're going to take about, what, eight seconds or 24 seconds to skip silence. Let me go 24. Like how they did in the NBA with the shot clock. Yeah. Right. Just remember, next time y'all shoot a ball in the trash, yell Kobe. Yeah, I see y'all. I see y'all nowadays. These young kids nowadays, you know, they be yelling Steph and all that. You know, Steph is cool. I respect Steph, mm-hmm. but none of that. None of that. We keeping Kobe forever.